0: It's December 2019, and Ellen Huang is about to find out if she got into Harvard. She's sitting at her home in Southern California, there's sunlight pouring in through a big window behind her. Her laptop's in the table in front of her, and she logs into the Harvard applicant portal. A window pops up. An update has been posted for your application. She clicks the prompt, View Status Update.
1: Okay, oh, uh, they posted. Okay, okay, it. okay, it. okay, okay,
0: okay, 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 There's a pause as the website loads, then a flash from the screen when the update appears.
1: Oh my god, I got it! Oh my! Oh!
0: Dear Miss Huang, oh god. congratulations. I'm delighted to inform you that the Committee on Admissions has admitted you to the class of 2024 it. under the early <laughs> acronym. I hope you will decide to join us. <laughs> This is episode two of New Normal, The Freshman Experience. Now, if you look up College Reaction on YouTube, you'll see hundreds of videos like Ellen's. They all look pretty similar high school senior sits in front of a camera, their friends and family might be huddled around peering over their shoulder. There's a nervous anticipation before the reveal, a pause as the screen loads, and then an explosion of emotion. Some of these videos have a short intro. They explain just how exhausting the college application process was. Some of them tell you they used to watch these reaction videos when they were sophomores or juniors in high school, and by uploading their own reaction, they're keeping the tradition alive. There's a strong sense of, it's our turn now. So when Ellen got to Cambridge earlier this month, the pandemic version of Harvard was a little disappointing. Very
1: disappointed um, because I had, like one of the reasons why I came to Harvard is I talked to a student, um, Simon Lamar, he's a swimmer here at Harvard, and he like hyped it up so much. And he was talking about all the experiences he had and like the culture was the reason why I applied to Harvard. Um, And understanding that like, I'm not going to be able to get that same experience and like I'm missing out on that. It was definitely a sense of, disappointment um, of not being able to have like these like great you know like crazy experiences that people talk about their freshman year and a little bit of fear of like oh my gosh I'm not going to be able to make friends until like sophomore year or like when everything goes back to normal and um, it's going to be so hard making friends and I'm just going to be studying and you know. Um,
0: so instead of having these great crazy experiences she was anticipating Ellen's average day is pretty straightforward. She wakes up at eight thirty a.m. She prepares for the day. She goes to class or Zoom. Hi. Maybe has an appointment with the academic resource center. Nice to meet you. Then grabs a cold lunch from the dining hall and microwaves it in her room. More class, microwave dinner with roommates, then Netflix, TikTok, etc. Before doing homework for the rest of the night.
1: I wasn't expecting having to like go out this much and like be more, like, approaching to people. Because, like, I never really was one to just, like, say hi to a random person and just, like, start talking to them. I was, you know, a bit more shy, I guess. Um, But then in college, that's, like, at least right now, that's, like, 90% of people meeting is just putting yourself out there and being, like, hey, like, I like your outfit. Um, You know, my name's Ellen. And, like, doing this whole introduction.
0: Because um, of COVID restrictions, it takes a lot more effort to meet people. One of the biggest things, for example, is you can't hang out with people at the dining hall. In a normal year, the dining hall is where you meet new friends, old friends, friends of friends. Now you pick up a cold meal, microwave it in your room, and eat it there. So if you're a freshman on campus, you have to adapt. Hannah On, class of 2024, has been experiencing some of the same difficulties as Ellen.
2: To try to get to know someone now, I feel like I literally have to like, DM them on Instagram and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? Like, cold emailing someone, almost. So... That's kind of awkward. I think it's worse now because the first few weeks are over. So everyone's kind of not in the, the like, I'm going to be friendly to everyone I see mood anymore already. So that's kind of scary for me because I feel like I still haven't solidified like a, lot, like a decent group of friends. Um, and it's also hard living in a river house. I bet it would be worse if I was in the quad, but it's still bad here just because if you're in the yard, there's at least like a bunch of other freshman dorms there and everyone shares a courtyard. So there's a higher chance that you can meet people that way. um...
0: Everyone I talked to seemed to agree that freshman year is just a really important piece of the college journey. It's a huge step towards independence for most students and it's a completely new world, both academically and socially. For freshmen, there's a sense that everything over the last few years of high school led to this. And you can definitely see that in those college reaction videos on YouTube. For the high school seniors who dream of acceptance to Harvard, countless hours of stress, work, debate tournaments, piano lessons, SAT prep, all come down to that one pause when the website loads their application update. Part of that anticipation for Hannah also came from seeing her brother go to college.
2: Well, part of it is because my brother, who's eight years older to me, than me, oh my gosh, eight years older than me, he changed so much in college like he did a full 180 as a person so like me growing up and seeing that i was like wow college is so probably so pivotal to every single person and their lives so that's what i was thinking and i was like every single year of college is so 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 important i'm not gonna let even like one year be abnormal like i wouldn't want one year to be abnormal
0: So if we bring all these pieces together, there are quite a few things that might be running through your mind as a freshman. And I think this part's important to understand what the experience is like. There's some sense of actualization that being at Harvard is the fulfillment of all your college hopes and dreams. There's fear, fear of the new school environment, fear of not being able to make friends. There's also this looming idea of what the freshman experience is supposed to be. To quote the classic Harvardism, it's transformational. And on top of all that, there's the pandemic.
2: I guess like, one other thing is this, like, weird divide between people who, ca- like, who are really, okay, so people who really care about, like, the COVID restrictions and people who are a little more lax about it, and that just creates such an unexpected barrier um, in terms of, like, socializing, you know, because without COVID, that wouldn't even exist, you know? And that's something, like, I've had to face
0: as well. Where do you, like, fall on that?
2: I think I'm, like, more lax about it, but I'm also not trying to, like, go to parties by the river where people are, like, in a mosh pit, you know? Because I feel like that has also been happening.
0: The Crimson has reported on these parties at the river. Basically, freshmen have been gathering in big groups, unmasked, sharing drinks, and standing way too close to each other.
2: There would be groups of freshmen, like pretty big groups, I would say over 30 people, um, meeting by the river and just like having a party, I guess, but a lot of them wouldn't be wearing masks and they'd be standing really close to each other.
0: Following these parties, Mather House held a meeting with residents to discuss the social distancing rules outlined in the community compact. The college has since rolled out a disciplinary process to respond to violations like these. There's a forum where you can submit complaints along with photos and videos. There's also a community council made up of students, faculty, and staff to adjudicate on violations. According to Hiran Lemma, class of 2024, most of the students on campus are following the rules. To Hiran, the privilege of being on campus at a time like this comes with the responsibility to do as much as possible to limit the spread of the virus.
3: But I think the thing that was most effective in making me want to follow the rules when we got here are all the responsibilities that Harvard explained to us before we moved in. Um, like just the responsibility we have to all the personnel who are putting themselves at risk um, by allowing us to be on campus and the responsibilities we have to other students who may or may not have the opportunity to join us and the responsibilities we have to Cambridge and the larger Boston area. Um, And I think just understanding how each action of mine directly affects other people is a big factor at play. And then also just recognizing the privilege I have to be living on a college campus with secured housing and having access to testing consistently and resources to help me in case I ever experience any hardship or um, medical necessity. I think just a mixture of all the responsibilities and the privileges I am afforded right now make um, make me feel like following the rules that Harvard explained even before we moved on campus, the least I could do in this situation.
0: How, how does it make you feel that there are people who don't take the rules seriously?
3: I think I feel a bit disappointed because it is kind of a constant um, test of morale um, because of all the social pressures of college life in general, let alone during a global pandemic. So I think it's a a bit disappointing um, to see people experiencing the college freshman experience that I think we all expected. Um, And I think it's an additional stress just knowing that um, I can't control um, the actions of anyone else, but I'm still put at risk as much as anyone else, in a sense.
0: Hiran's been able to adapt to the circumstances. She's embraced the new normal and is enjoying the semester as much as she can. But for other students, getting used to pandemic Harvard hasn't been easy. Before moving, in, I talked with Sean McCabe, class 2024. He's from Florida, where he says people haven't really taken the pandemic as seriously as they do on campus. And he says the culture shock has taken a toll on him. It's
4: It's been hard, though, just connecting with people, uh, with with the rules and everything. Um, you know, coming in, I know when we talked, some of the concerns I voiced were about, like, meeting people through Zoom and, you know, those barriers to physical interaction. And those did prove to be valid. I think uh, they did. Uh, but there's kind of this this compounding aspect of it, because in the first place, it's difficult to interact with somebody face to face. And there's really arisen this culture of, um, you know, like students policing other students and for lack of a better word, snitching, uh, you know, for violations of compacts. So that, that kind of puts in this second barrier to where, you know, I don't necessarily want to talk to everybody, um, you know, because you know, what if they tell on me for being too close to them and things like that. Uh, so it, it has kind of compounded in a way I didn't foresee, and it's kind of, it's created this somewhat toxic environment, but, you know, coming here in the first place, you know, seeing people wearing masks outside, walking around the street was something I wasn't used to, and uh, it's kind of the, the compounding of just that kind of difference in regional attitudes, as well as the systems the university has in place, that have, have made it really difficult for me. You know, For example, we're not allowed to have any guests uh, in our suites at all, and so me and my suite mates and I actually are basically uh, in a little bit of trouble for having a couple guys from down the hall over to watch a basketball game.
0: Things like that. What Sean's describing isn't anything as crazy as what people have said is happening on the river. In their case, it was him, his two suite mates, and two guys from across the hall, but it's still a clear violation of the community compact, and he recognizes that. This conversation happened after they got reported and talked to their proctor, but before they met with their dean. So here, they're in the disciplinary process. They've been in this bureaucratic limbo for about a week, and their future on campus could be at stake. They're anxious, and Sean's been thinking about all the things he's been feeling. Ask him how he'd justify their violation of the compact.
4: I I would probably—now, there's a reason we get tested three times a week. And there's the undergraduate cases, actually, I looked today, it had been four up till today, but I think in the last couple of days, it doubled to eight. Um,
0: He's talking about the number of positive cases among undergrads only. It was up to nine when I put this episode together, but there's been 43 cases across the entire university.
4: Intent, yeah, although your intent was not malicious, because, you know, I wasn't, we were not trying to, you know, endanger people's health. Uh, the impact remains the same. And it's, it's kind of like what? What impact is there? And I, I feel nervous, or like articulating an opinion like that because I know it doesn't blow over well. And uh, you know, I, I suppose I don't have a, a valid answer for that, other than I'm making friends, and it's the playoffs are going on right now, and there were like two game sevens last week.
0: Um, so like, because there are like stories of other schools, um, like people getting sent home basically like uh like mm-hmm. colorado college um quarantined off like entire buildings unc yep. had like clusters and sent people back <laughs> oh yeah um, so like do you feel like i don't know like what responsibility do you think like you have in in that sense
4: mm-hmm. yeah and it, it's funny you mentioned unc because like before I found out I got into Harvard, I was I was pretty much going there. And, like, the dorm I was supposed to live in had an outbreak within, like, three days. And so, yeah, like, we've seen disasters go down in other states. Basically, every friend I have in Florida um, has COVID right now. Or did, like, a couple weeks ago, right? And, um, you know, I I think that it's a blessing that we're still here and that things are going as well as they are. And I think that's a testament to the community that we have here. Um but in in practice, it it has like I said earlier, it's taken a toll on uh, my my mental state. And if if I'm honest, I if I had known that this was going to be the the reality of my time here, I probably would have just taken a gap year.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if you were to do it again, that would be your decision. Yeah. Sean and his roommates met with their dean on Friday over Zoom, and I caught up with him afterwards. Okay, okay cool. Um, so, yeah, what, so how did your meeting with the dean go? Uh,
4: it, it went well. Um, you know, I think what, something I kind of alluded to a little bit uh, the first time we talked was that, like, I you know at the end of the day, part of the problem is me and just kind of dealing with uh, how I feel, right? It's not all external. And uh, it, was, it was quite constructive. I think we're going to be going to the uh, – talking to the actual council sometime next week but you know we, we gave her the details of what had happened and you know obviously there's no question that it was like a violation of the compact and you know so I asked her what avenues they might take as far as like a response goes and you know she pointed out that it's it's far more just educational than anything so we kind of reflected on why the compact's in place and what it's there for and obviously the uh, the first thing that comes up is like public health and safety. And, you know, that's, that's really been hammered in everywhere. But she pointed out a couple other things that really stuck with me. Uh, you know, the first being that, you know, students on campus provides jobs, you know, as far as like housing and dining. Um, and then like the seniors coming back in the spring is really contingent on the fall working out, right? And, uh, you know, I, I get that because my senior year of high school got cut short and the senior year of high school, I doubt compares to senior year of college. Um, but that's not something I would wish upon anybody. Right. Um, you know, and so for, for their sake, uh, that's, you know, something else I'm keeping in mind. It is, it is bigger than myself or, you know, my roommates.
0: You mentioned in the last conversation too, that you felt like if you were to do things again, you would have taken a gap year instead of having to deal with like this type of social situation. And do you still feel that way?
4: Uh, no, no, I, I want to stay here and I really do like it here. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned it yesterday, but like, and I feel like in a normal year, I would just love it here. Um, you know, I, I didn't make a mistake choosing where I'm going. I think if I were to do it again, I would have kind of clarified my expectations and not necessarily like vied to myself about, you know, making, making coming here out to be this like panacea. Right. Because I kinda, I kinda went through like the same stages, the Grief in the last couple of weeks, if if you want to call it that, that I did like in March, right when COVID first hit, and uh, you know, so just more of a more of a reality check with myself, and you know, I it was a lesson I learned the hard way, um, but yeah, no, that that was something in the moment that uh, I don't think will hold true for much longer.
0: New Normal is a podcast about Harvard students in a pandemic. It's produced and edited by me, Kai McNamee. This episode had some help from Jason Lamb. New Normal will be back in two weeks for an episode on remote activism.